Welcome back to Flops and Faves, you guys. I'm Kayla. I'm Shad. And this is episode 38. Thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to listen. When I look at the numbers and see that you guys are still listening and even new listeners are coming along, I'm actually kind of stunned by it, but I appreciate Progress. it so much. <laughs> so uh, make sure you use the hashtag FNFpod when you're tweeting about the show, as always. And let's get into your faves this week, Rashad. Okay, um, so my fave this week, um, I don't have nothing too too crazy for my fave because I got a lot of flops this week. Mm-hmm. But um, Steph Curry is announcing the underrated tour for overlooked underrated high school prospects like that. himself. Yeah, I like it too because a lot of people don't get the... Like, I, I, I for sure graduated with a couple of people who definitely could have played D1 basketball, football, baseball. Yeah. And they just didn't get the looks that they deserved. Or, you know, it's a, it's an exposure thing. Like, I know New Orleans is necessarily not a basketball state. Yeah, we have, well, Louisiana so is more, a football state, yeah. Yeah, Louisiana is a football state. But even people that I know that play football, they didn't get the look that they deserved. And that might be coaching issues, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or, you know, they didn't have nobody in their household to vouch for them, blah, blah, blah. So I like this considering, you know, uh, let me see. Steph Curry, Wardell Curry, one of the, the greatest shooters of all time, has, you know, I think his parents both went to Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech didn't even offer him. Yeah. And I think both, didn't both his, his parents play sports or just his dad? Uh, I, don't, I actually don't know too. Either. I'm not too sure about his mom, but his dad played um, definitely in the NBA. And I think it's just a cool look. Like I said, I, I've known people that I graduated with that didn't get no looks that they deserved. Like, yeah. could have been playing for any any D1, D2, D3, even community colleges. Some people don't just get a community college look, and that's crazy. So, yeah. I like this. I like it because, like, when you think of those camps and those big AAU teams and stuff like that, it really includes kids that can afford that. You know what I mean? Because right. uh, money it's is such like a, a huge thing. Yeah, like... A lot of times getting into these spaces is all about just the money you have and the privilege you have. And so going doing this, I think, is very important to especially underprivileged kids who are good. They have the talent. You know what I mean? It's not like they're not good. They have the talent. They just don't have any, any eyes on them. So I like that. I, I, I can appreciate that. Yeah, so that's my fave, you know. But I always have a, a good thing for sports, especially kids, because, you know, some people's parents are not in their life. Some people's parents just don't know. And of course, the kids are not gonna know. Like yeah. I've noticed that a lot of these um, people that do play sports, they think they just get ranked out of playing, like you know, in their high school team. Yeah. Not knowing that they have to go to these camps and do all these things with different colleges, so these scouts and stuff could see them mm-hmm. and they could get the scholarships that they want. Yeah. So what's your fave? So my fave this week is going to Big Draco, aka huh. Big Soldier. Soldier, aka Soldier Boy. A.K.A. Pretty Boy Swag, A.K.A. Mr. Crank That. Okay, it's going to. I'm not gonna lie. Now, now that you're talking about Soldier Boy, they've had a lot of artists come from Mississippi, and that just Big Draco just sparked that whole thing for me. Like, yeah, Rich Roman, like from Mississippi or some shit. Yeah, they from they all from bumfuck Mississippi, like (laughs) (laughs) whatever the fuck Mississippi. (laughs) Right. But my favorite Soldier Boy this week because. Now, if you've been listening to our show for a minute, I was telling Rashad, like, I think I think you gave uh, Ray J your fave one week. Ray J is yeah, a Ray cultural J. icon, a black cultural icon of the 2010s, of the of the noughts, 
you know. And so we got to give it to Soldier Boy. So Soldier Boy, you know, he's a meme on Twitter right now. He's been kind of going crazy in interviews and stuff. Drake. <laughs> Drake. Drake. The nigga that stole my flow. Drake. You know, tell me <laughs> what's really going on. <laughs> like, you know, and, and so. that's crazy because he was spot on with yeah, that shit. And yeah. I, I never even paid attention to me it. Me either. But to say Soldier Boy was harboring that for so long. I know he was itching to say that yeah. shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so like Soldier Boy is my fave because we have to, even though he's out here crazy and he's probably on drugs and we, you know, we want him to not be on drugs and stuff like that, right? But there is some truth to what he's out here saying. He's not just saying some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Like, Soldier Boy literally invented being a viral star, a viral music star. There was no viral music stars before Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy did that. Like, that nigga YouTube, had niggas buying ringtones. Bruh, ringtones. Like, this isn't no little bitty thing. His, his influence in rap and hip hop and just really culture, period, will literally go down in history. Like, that's not something that is not a fact. That is a fact, and you cannot deny that at all. Like, stars having social media teams would not be a thing if it wasn't for so if, if it wasn't for Soulja Boy. My interest in social media would not be a thing if it, you know, if it wasn't for Soulja Boy. Somebody else even brought up the point that if it wasn't for Soulja Boy making that she got a donk beat, we wouldn't have got Nicki Minaj's itty bitty piggy. We might not even know Nicki Minaj if it wasn't for Soulja Boy. This nigga is influential. This nigga is influential, okay? But Jay Electronica um did a tweet about that. He he basically was bigging up Soldier Boy because he really was social media's first dar he's a social media darling. Like yes. he created the social media wave. Like we wouldn't have six nine if it wasn't for Soldier Boy. Absolutely not. I, he he started who who he had beef with? He had beef with Bow Wow and all that. Like he started all that social media yep. shit. Like it's it's really crazy when you think about yep. it. Yep. I mean literally. And Ray J really started ago, some shit. Literally just a few years ago, he was gonna book a fight with Chris Brown in Dubai. Like, and that was a huge story, you know what I mean? Even Chris though it Brown was, was jokes and we knew that Chris Brown was gonna beat the brakes off that nigga. It was just the point, it was just the fact that like Soldier Boy knows how to work the internet. He knows how to stay in people's, you know, on people's timelines when he starts to fall off. Like just the fact they that we're talking about just the fact that we're talking about him right now shows that he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's he's under the influence of something. Yes. But he also knows that him going out and doing shit like Drake Drake, he becomes a meme, and then people are talking about him for the next few days, or maybe even the next few weeks. Soldier Boy is influential like no other artist in our time has been inf- influential, and you literally you cannot deny that at all. You know, he has said some things that are not factual. You know, he has said some things that were just flat, flat out crazy. But at the a very lot of these niggas lying. Let's 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 be honest. All these niggas be lying. Yeah, and so at the very bottom line, though, Soldier Boy is the most influential. And I need people to put some respect on his name. Even though he's out here wilding and he's wearing that loose-ass Gucci hairband, like... That shit look like toilet paper <laughs> Gucci riddle. Niggas say it look like the pages of the Bible. But um, Soldier Boy, Big Draco, is very influential. And that's all I have to say. That's my fave this week. Soldier Boy, we are giving you your flowers from Flops and Faves. Thank you very much. Um... I have one other small fave. Big Draco. <laughs> it's this uh, show 
on Netflix called Sex Education. It's so funny and like quirky. Well, I'm ready to watch that too. And it's so good. It's eight episodes. I watched it the other day. I got home really early from what I had to do uh, in the day, and I didn't have anything to do, and so I sat and watched all eight episodes. They're like 45 minutes a piece or something like that. And it's such a cute show. It's a good show as well. And I think it's very like, if they have young kids, well, not young kids, but like maybe like teenagers who want to watch it, it's very informational. But there's also things that like everybody can take from it. I really liked it. And I thought the writing was good and stuff like that. It was pretty funny. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty good coming of age story. I love a good coming of age story that isn't too corny. So, yeah, y'all go watch Sex Education on Netflix. I feel like Netflix need to sponsor us at this point because we talk about Netflix every week. But that's the conversation uh, for something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know after my flop if Netflix will Uh-oh. not sponsor us. Uh-oh. So, well, what, what is your flop this week? So, my, my flop is actually Netflix. Okay. What happened? Because um, if you if you have a subscription with Netflix, which most black people don't, <laughs> it will cost a little more, you know, because they're raising the price. Right, right. Um, the streaming service announced, um, I think this week... That you know their plan will go from I think like ten ninety nine I think that's like one of their more expensive yeah. plans or something like that so ten ninety nine to twelve ninety nine well HD streams or whatever the case is mm-hmm. is going from ten ninety nine to twelve ninety nine the least expensive plan will go from seven ninety nine to eight ninety nine yeah. and they have a premium option whatever the fuck that is and it's gonna go from thirteen ninety nine to fifteen ninety nine because they're trying to fund and push their original content which i definitely get i mean salute to that but at the same time you know a lot of people don't want to pay their fucking seven dollars that they already pay yeah so true but i will say that like i do because their original content like you mentioned i love their netflix originals their original content has been really consistently good like they to me they have more hits than misses nowadays at first, they were kind of putting out corny shit, but the budgets have gotten better. Obviously, they're raising prices and shit. I think a lot but of it. Making a lot of money. <laughs> I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they pay so much to keep certain shows. Like they paid a shit ton of money to keep Friends on there. Yeah, Nigga, that nobody want to see no stupidest, fucking Friends. Like stupidest shit ever. I'm never watching Friends. Friends was on TV and I never watched. Right, it. me either. And and people swear. But that might be it. a popular like white. That might be a popular white show. It I don't is. Know. It we, is. We, culturally, we might not is. be on to. No, I, it definitely is, like, if not one of the most popular, like, white sitcoms ever. <laughs> but, um, I, you know, it's I guess it's cool. I know people who watch it or whatever, but it's I, I never got into it. But anyway, yeah, I think they pay, a, they spend a lot of money on production, obviously, for their um, originals and then trying to keep certain shows and movies and stuff like that. I guess that's cool. I don't usually pay for a subscription, but I just, like, started paying for it again. Um, I don't pay for it. I use my girlfriends. I just started paying for it again. Um, and I usually, like, what I do is I get I watch everything I want to watch. And then there's, like, a dry spell. And so I just feel like, why the fuck am I paying for this? So I end up canceling it. And then when something new comes out, I just, like, redo it again. And that's usually how I do it or whatever. So I don't end up paying for it every single month. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of how I do it. Just because I get bored with it, and then I'll just be watching stuff aimlessly. You know what I mean? That is annoying. Even though it really is just a dollar or two, it's not that much. 
But Shit, niggas don't have dollars or two. True, but you know, just find somebody to use, I guess. And not not only that, um, a tech company is creating software to make sharing your Netflix password more difficult. I don't yeah, know they're how, trying to get that money. how that's gonna work. Yeah, so <laughs> that was my 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 smallest of my flops. My biggest flop is I don't know if y'all know, but who who is performing at the Super Bowl? Uh, Travis, Big Boy, and Maroon Five. All right, so Maroon Five is performing at the fucking um. The Super Bowl, then they sprinkled a little black people in there for some <laughs> actual, you know. So, big boy, salute to big boy and Travis Scott, even though I don't think none of them should do it. But Travis Scott is definitely my flop this week because I don't know if y'all know. First of all, you perform at the Super Bowl for free, but it is good exposure. But we are definitely team Colin Kaepernick. Fuck out of here. Um, so, Travis Scott has been decided to do the Super Bowl, and I believe that's a Kardashian Jenna thing. You know, they probably trying to get him as big as possible. Um, but he, he basically lied on Colin Kaepernick, to be honest with you, like saying Colin, Colin Kaepernick, um, had a alleged consultation with him over his decision to perform in a Super Bowl and, you know, they cleared the air, blah, 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 but Nessa, who works at Hot 97, um, who is Colin Kaepernick's, I don't know, I'm going to say his lady because I don't know what the title is. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure they're together. Yeah, I don't, but I don't know if they like you know, you know, people be getting secretly married and shit these oh. days. So well, I mean, it's a I don't gamble, know how, so. I don't know how famous people do it these days. But oh. <laughs> uh, basically, she went on social media while they didn't have a conversation. Both parties don't agree. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. Like Travis Scott wanted to do this because he wanted to do it, and he's just trying. I don't know. He's trying to keep black people with him. I think because I remember he had a. Um, an interview on Hot 97 before and he was like let's not focus on black and white and this and that and I'm like he's definitely yeah, one of them and it's like how how could you not how could you not like somebody found an old interview from him and he was like <laughs> he came from a two parent household college ed- educated parents I think it might have been his stepdad that he was talking about but like he was like complaining that his dad was around I'm like, this nigga is weird as fuck. The fuck? Yeah, I realized that he was one of them strange niggas. So when that story came out that they were going to be donating 500K to some whatever, and then he said he talked to his team or whatever, said he talked to Colin, I was like, oh, he's trying to save save face. Because niggas are like... It was a know, PR thing. Yeah, definitely a PR thing. Yeah, it was a PR thing. thing. Niggas was going to get him the fuck up out of here. Yeah. Even though they still was going to listen to Sickle Mode. Yeah, that shit go hard. I ain't going to lie. I can't say it's the best song, though. But yeah, to me, that was just my flop because, you know, if you want to do something, stand on the principles of why you want to do yeah, it. Don't fair. just say, oh, well, I had a conversation of with Colin Kaepernick and we agreed and I'm donating money to, you know, a charity that has something to do with it. I, I believe he like donate like $500,000 yeah, or five, $50,000. I think it's 500K. $500,000 to Van Jones Charity Dream Corps, which is great, but... I think that's just to save face because you are performing on the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean... That's a PR stunt. If that's what you wanted to do, if you wanted to perform in the Super Bowl, stand in it. You know what I mean? Stand in it. You wanted to Man, do it. ten toes down. Yeah, like, don't do all that other shit trying to save face because at the end of the day, you're still doing it. Like, regardless right. of, <laughs> you know, you donating this and that, whatever, like, you're still doing it, you know? Like, it's just, okay, whatever. But, yeah, so that is very strange of him to do that. So that's my two flops of this week, Jacquees Webster and Netflix. Okay. Even though Netflix isn't too high, you know what I'm saying? It's just a slight 
a slight, you know, a slight flop just because I don't pay for the subscription anyway. Mm. <laughs> and most people don't. But, you know, just raising your price. I understand why they're raising it. It's just that, you know, sometimes people be stuck on what they already, like, you know. Yeah, I, people don't like I, I change. I want to pay my $10. Yeah. Yeah, people don't, I don't like I, change. I don't want to pay no more money. <laughs> people definitely don't like change. But, um, yeah, so my flop this week, is, I'm going to make it fast. Uh, Pretty much my flop is Jazz Fest the well new orleans jazz and heritage festival lineup it fucking sucks it's so bad speak on it and i've okay i've been going to jazz fest my entire life literally going field trips from elementary school to middle school to high school to going on my own after high school and beyond i haven't gone every single year obviously but i've gone most years of my life um, I've done artwork for Jazz Fest multiple years. Uh, I've done paintings for Jazz Fest multiple years in a row, especially when I was younger and in high school and stuff like that. So I've, you know, like I, I know my way around Jazz Fest. Jazz Fest is one of my favorite festivals in New Orleans. We are a festival city. Like if you're not from New Orleans and you don't know, and you're a listener and you don't know much about us, we literally the first half of the year and yeah, pretty much the first half of the year through Maybe the summer. Yeah, through the summer and even into the fall, we have festivals pretty much every weekend. All types of festivals. We are a food city. We don't eat to live. We live to eat. And so, a bunch of food. And I'm like, literally, New Orleans is the birthplace of jazz. And so, we have a bunch of music festivals. Like, we are the festival city. And Jazz Fest is our biggest festival, I guess, aside from French Quarter Fest. And, but Jazz Fest is like a paid one or whatever, and it has the bigger acts. And so this year, it sucks. They have the Rolling Stones, which they always have a big rock uh, act. So that's not an issue for me. But I think I was more annoyed by the fact that they used a lot of their budget to pay for Katy Perry to come. Now, in the recent years, they have been using, they have been paying for, um, what I want to say, like bigger pop acts to come. Like I think last year Khalid came. I went to see Ed Sheeran when he came. Uh, Ed Sheeran, he's a little bit more, to me, it's not jazz or anything like that, but because he's a little bit more instrumental, it just made a little bit more sense. I saw... Right, I, I could see it. And then there's always the OG, like, black singers and stuff like that. Like, Shaka Khan will be performing this year, which is great. Like, I might go to I might go to day she performs so I can see her. I got to see Anita Baker last year, and that was amazing. Like, I love Anita Baker. And so many people, old and young, people I know my age and even younger, got to see her, and it was great. She sounded amazing. And But I just feel like the festival is trying to like be on some Coachella type shit. And it's like Jazz Fest has always been successful the way it was. So we don't have to change the formula to get more people to come and see Pop X. Because right, people go come regardless. It's called the Jazz Fest. And now that doesn't mean all jazz music is pl- being played. No. But the last thing I want to hear is pop music. I'm gonna be honest with you and like I I'm not anti Katy Perry, but I am anti festivals, especially a festival like Jazz Fest going trying to go as mainstream as possible like even the artists that are a little bit more avant-garde that they usually get it's never somebody who is so mainstream and pop you know what I mean that are bigger but there's never somebody who is so mainstream and pop like even when Khalid came Khalid makes pop music but he makes like R&B pop influenced pop music and like 
a little mm-hmm. bit more urban pop music or whatever. And so it made a little bit more sense. But I'm going to be honest. I'm sure Katy Perry costs a whole lot of fucking money. And so I just, that's a lot of bread. I just feel like they could have spent that money on somebody else. Like that's, that's, that's my flop. I saw a whole lot of people disagreeing with the Katy Perry thing. And even some more of the ex, like I, that's just the biggest name. So that's why I named her, but even some more of the other ex, it was just like, I didn't see too many people super excited except for the people who want to see the Rolling Stones. And I've never been to jazz fest where people only want to see one person. But like I said, I might go see Shaka Khan and there's this one country singer that I like named Chris Stapleton that if they're performing on the same day, I'll go see them. But I won't go two days like I usually do to see multiple acts because I'm not really interested. So, yeah, Jazz Fest gets my flop this year. I'm sure I'll enjoy myself because the food is always great. You know, food is always amazing. But, you know. They need to drop. Jazz Fest, you want that real jazz, that real soul music? Yeah. Need to bring my boy Future to Jazz Fest. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> I'm drove, you said Future. <laughs> but, but yeah, I just feel like they're trying to get like Coachella. Coachella is huge and stuff like that. You don't have to keep up with Co- like Jazz Fest has, is successful on its own. But that's what makes festivals, that's what makes festivals unique. Because it's jazz fest. Right. You have Co- Coachella because it's Coachella. Right. You know. What you mean? have Rolling Loud because it's Rolling exactly. Loud. Jazz fest is jazz fest. Buku is Buku. Right. Voodoo is Voodoo. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's the one? Jambalaya in Houston yeah. or Dallas? And Broccoli City and all these different, you know, Bonnaroo and all of these different festivals. It's different. It's different vibes. Yeah. And so I just if you make everything the same, then fuck, we could just go to one thing. Right. Because I mean, the next thing you know. Motherfucking, I don't know. They're going to have Madonna performing in Congo Square. Like, and that's going to piss me off. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. It just. I ain't going to even go. Yeah, fuck that. But, con- oh, for people who don't know, Congo Square is where they have the Latin and the black performers, uh, the big name Latin and uh, black performers uh, perform at Jazz Fest. But, yeah, like, it just, I don't like it. I'm I'm not a fan of it. But, yeah. So, that's that. Uh, what's the bad side wisdom for this week? Um, Let's see. Let me see. You know um, okay, so this kind of be like some, I feel like this will kind of be some relationship bad tub wisdom. Posted this today. Don't settle for someone who doesn't give you a burning desire to dig deeper. Forever is a long time to make small talk. And I feel like that's, that's pretty good because I, I see a lot of people that are still asking, you know, 21 questions <laughs> to somebody who they've been with for over, over four or five years. And I think that's a bad thing. You kind of have to you know, I I ask my old lady anything. So yeah. um, don't settle for someone you just got to feel like you got to bullshit around with. You know, ask the meaningful shit. Like somebody that, you know, will want to talk about, you know, you actually being a better person. Yeah. Or, you know, your your career goals or aliens or something. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I ask, I ask all type of wild shit. So, you know, make sure you, you know, you find somebody that you're comfortable with being the weirdest of you with. Yeah. And I mean, if you're not weird and you just like, you should be able to talk about anything with your partner. That should be what you take away from that. Like, even if you don't want to talk about aliens, even just regular shit that might be a little bit more uncomfortable for most people to talk about. You should be able to talk about most things with your partner at at the very least. Conspiracy theories. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All type of stuff. Lord. Yeah. So, guys, that was the episode. Episode 38. Thank you so much for listening. Um, use the hashtag FNFpod when you're tweeting about the show. I'm Kayla. I'm Shad. And we will see y'all next week. I appreciate y'all. Deuces.